Well, hello, everybody. I'm so excited today. Yes, and why is that? <laughs> I'm excited because we are doing a remote version of the podcast, and we have two really, really special guests here with us. Babe, it's our first episode with guests. We're, we've made it, as far as I'm concerned. Okay. <laughs> yes, this is our first interview on the podcast. Yes. So let me introduce you guys to Paola and Jason. Hi, guys. Hello. Hi. Oh, my God. They're too cute. And we're sitting here in this beautiful outdoor space in Doral, um, which is part of Miami, where we all live and our kids go to school not too far from here. Paola is one of my beautiful, beautiful former clients, a total powerhouse. And Jason is an entrepreneur right along with her. We're gonna I'm going to take the mic away from you for a moment because <laughs> I need you to pause so we can cue the music. I know. I was going to say that shh, now. Shh, shh, shh. I got it. <laughs> Hello, friends. I'm Maria Leandra. And I'm Jules. And we are a husband and wife team on a mission. I'm a life and business coach. And I'm along for the ride. And we are shifting what it means to co-create a new reality together. And this is our story about two different people teaming up to change their lives. This is The Couple Shift. All right, so here we go. It's official. Hello again, guys. I know, I'm like a kid here. Yeah. Jules is giving me the eyes. So what I'd love to do is for you guys to each introduce each other. So your name, what you do, what you're excited about. Right. Whoever wants to go first. No, you start. Okay, hi, my name is Paola Rodriguez. Paola Osorio Rodriguez because of Jason. So I'll say, yeah, Paola Rodriguez. I love how you say because of Jason. <laughs> my name is Rodriguez. And there's nothing wrong with Rodriguez because I'm right. I'm a Rodriguez. Right. What's good is it comes in abundance. We are many Rodriguez. Yeah, it's a table full of Rodriguez's. <laughs> so yeah, Paola Rodriguez, and uh, we've been married for eight years already. I am an entrepreneur. Very excited about it. I have a career in banking and digital marketing, but I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. I always wanted to build my own business, do my own thing, and I had this dream and this drive, and it was until I found this beautiful lady right here in front of me, and uh, I went into the journey with her and coaching and so many beautiful things and realizations, and after that, I finally made it. I can say that I made it. And uh, I'm building my business now. It's happening and it brings tears to my eyes. It's just so beautiful how I see everything has been coming to pass. And I always wanted to co-create with my husband. So it's been a fun ride in, you know, using my power, my superpowers, using everything that a woman has inside. And sometimes we just leave it there quiet, not using our voice. And so the minute I stood in my power and I said, I'm going to make this happen, that's when everything began to unfold. And so right now I can say that my husband is co-creating with me. We're both building our businesses. We are enjoying our life. We're designing our life. And that is very exciting. And I'm very happy to be here. Thank you for inviting us. And it's such an honor to be the first guest. Oh, my God. Okay, I just got to jump in real quick before Jason, because Paola, ever since like we'd met each other before, and then we stumbled again on the journey of, you know, you really coming to ask, like, oh, there's some there's things I have in my heart. And I remember that meeting we had at Starbucks. You were about to give birth to your second son. And you had this like just this spark within, but it was muted it was like you had you had it kept in this little like drawer because it was almost like it wasn't he was just there but almost like it wasn't safe to like fully like light it up do you know what I mean it was like there I could see it in your eyes and then cut to a few months later I think it was like a not quite a year but a few months later when we we met up again and started the actual coaching journey and seeing you like blossom and step in your power and grow and just be in the space of possibility and leaning in has been one of the most incredible things I've witnessed. So thank you for, thank you for, for going there. Yes. And I remember that conversation when you were saying, what do you want to be? What if it was, what if I tell you that it's all possible? And I was just staring at her like, is she really serious? 
And uh, but that I kept in my heart. And yes, like you said, it was a couple of months later than that we we actually started that journey. And I'm so grateful for that. Yeah. So yeah. now you. Well, after that introduction, <laughs> it's going to be hard. <laughs> well, hi, guys. Uh, thank you so much for having us. i um, Jason Rodriguez. Um, you will see the spelling of my name, not the traditional Jason. Mm-hmm. Um, that's you can uh, get close to that mic. Don't worry. It's all right. Uh, okay. So um, we're surrounded by flowers, beautiful flowers here where we're sitting. I have an orchid and a bunch of flowers that I don't know the names for, but this is the environment here is just so beautiful. So if you guys are listening to this, just think of that an environment that that brings you to a place where you feel free and liberated, and you can breathe some air and uh, that you feel connected to uh, the outdoors, which I think it's an amazing thing to do. So, all right. Um, so I uh, had a career. I have a career in. Um, in training and government. Uh, so I've been working with governments of many, many countries. I've been traveling for the past 10 years, probably to over 30 countries or so. And we've been doing trainings and uh, worked for a state university. And uh, we had some governmental grants through which we were um, helping governments and uh, especially local governments of Latin America and some other areas of the world and being better and, you know, building capacity and um, uh, empowering them in, in, in many different aspects of their of their careers. So, um, her baby just woke up. It's all right. <laughs> it, was probably, it was probably that massive yeah. motorcycle that came in the background. I was, I had to say, um, sorry to interrupt you, but um, it's so funny because it's true. This place is beautiful and, it, and it's a, a gorgeous setting that we're in. And uh, what's the name of it again? We might as well. Nature, uh, yes, it's called Nature. No, it's Nature Heal. Nature Heal. Nature Heal Family Pharmacy, but it's also like uh, they have uh, breakfast. Cafe, it's a cafe market. market. It's very nice. And and um, here in Doral, in, um, near Miami. Um, anyways, but as you said that, I felt like there was a really loud <laughs> um, motorcycle that passed by, and it's it's. It, Yes, there is some roads in the background, so if you hear that, sorry about that. But it is a wonderful setting, almost like an oasis in a in inside the city that you don't necessarily expect, especially when you come by here. You're like, oh, this is here. Like, it's pretty yeah. crazy. And what I was saying to you guys early, how many times does that happen in our lives? Like, oh yeah, I, I've driven by this place so you don't many even times, even and think I didn't even about know it. Existed. It's right underneath it's your so noses, awesome you know. Here. Yeah, exactly. And don't worry about the baby. It's not you know, if you gotta take care of him, take care of him. It's that's what it is. This is, yeah. So he's gonna be interview in the interview. He's gonna be in the interview. That's perfectly fine. Pick him up. So I'm sorry. Go continue. So so I uh, last year I was at a place in my professional life where I felt like I needed to do something else. I really wanted to start my own thing. I didn't know what the the own thing was or what it looked like, but I just was in a place where I couldn't. I felt like I was stuck, um, uh, and I could not move forward, and I didn't know how to. And I wanted to try something different to what I had been doing for. 11 years or so and 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 I I jumped I took a leap and and quit one day and decided I I have to try something different otherwise I'm just going to die I remember a Thursday afternoon leaving my my job my workplace and leaving my workplace and and seeing this mass of people leaving a building when it was five o'clock and I just thought to myself, this is not the life I want for me. I don't want to be here in 20 years and waiting for the clock to run out at 5 o'clock for me to go home and then get home so tired, so um, without energy, without motivation in my life that I didn't have time for my kids or energy to play with them or to be connected with my wife. Or So it got to, to a very, very difficult place for me, and I just realized I have to, I had to do something. And then with with her support, she was supporting me all the way along. Otherwise, I would I would have I wouldn't have done it. And and I just quit. I just came back one day, and it was terrifying. I didn't, you know, we had insurance. I was a state employee. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, uh, and then I decided to start something. They didn't know what, so it's taken me about a year to figure it out. But we just uh, launched uh, a couple of weeks ago. We launched two re great initiatives one's a political consulting firm and uh, we're going to be serving leaders that uh, mean well leaders that we uh, have identified are people that really want to have an impact in the world so we want to empower them and provide the support and the platform so that they can 
their message can get out there and they can be visible in the world that they need to be seen. And uh, we also are launching in, in June a um, school, a digital school of government. So we're going to be training government officials and mostly local government officials and developing nations uh, with tools that they need to be more efficient in leadership tools and uh, and just the management tools that they so that they can be uh, great at what they do. So, yep. So that's yeah. that's where I'm at now. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's so 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 powerful and. I also recall one of the first conversations that Paula and I had before she said, yeah, she had said yes. And then we had the whole conversation of like, what is my husband going to say? Because working with a coach is an investment. It's, an, it's something that seems to be completely out of left field. And I recall having that conversation and talking you through it and getting you to a space, Paola, where you were just basically tapped into your vision. Because what a coach does is just basically bring, bring forth the vision that's already there and to give that, that sense of possibility and that support to come to see it through. And you went from, I said, okay, so when are you going to talk to Jason about this? You were like, well, next week. And I said, how about tonight? And you sent him a text and you guys, I remember, went to have a glass of wine and you basically stood in your, like you said, you stood in your power in a way where, and here's the thing, I, I, it's important and I love because the, this podcast is called The Couple Shift and most of the women I serve have the same sort of scenario is we have a husband who's incredibly supportive, loving, and wants to see us happy. And yet we haven't stepped into using our voice authentically and fully with them to help them really see what we see and what we think is possible, what we know is possible. And you had that moment of like, it just clicked in you, maybe because someone else said, believe it, like, go have the conversation. It's, it's, and I remember then you called me, you texted me back. You were like, oh my God, I couldn't, I, I don't even know how. She's like, you, you were like, I know how that happened. And I don't know how that happened. Because you, you guys had an amazing new, like, opening of a new chapter. And I've had the same moments with Jules where, you know, the men in our lives are, I always say women, we're like the, the creators. We're typically more of the visionaries and guys are more of the protectors. And it doesn't mean you guys aren't visionaries, but you're more, you're, you're really tied to protecting what's already been created. So it's harder to take a leap into the unknown. Whereas for us gals, I, in the experience I've had and I've seen, it can be a little bit easier. So when we step into that power, like you said, then we open up a new door that allows the guys in our life and the partners in our life to just be like, oh, okay, I can see what's possible too. So, you know, that was a really powerful moment for me because I remember that text from you and I was like, <gasps> I got chills. I was like, wow. Yeah. If I, if I can give you my perspective, my, my input on that one on that day. Please. Uh, it's, um, I remember when she's telling me about, you know, I met this this woman uh, in my kid's school. And, you know, and I met her and she's uh, selling to me this idea that she's going to go into a coaching program that costs, I don't know how many mm -hmm. thousands of dollars, I can't remember. And I'm thinking to myself, she's crazy. I mean, honestly, at that point in my life, I thought coach, coaches were useless, mm -hmm. and, and that's the honest. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you continue, but I'm gonna get, I'm gonna put my. All right. So I was like, um, you know, why are we gonna spend? Don't worry about the baby. <laughs> why are we gonna spend all this money when we are going through this transition process in in our lives and we're trying to figure this out? Is this really what we need? That's what's going on in my head. But I'm listening to her, and as you just pointed out, the fact that I saw her in her power. And I was just telling her that night that that the, the biggest changes in us as a couple have happened when she has stood in her power. Because I always have a reason not to do something. You know, I always have a an objection for something. Always, yeah. every time. Oh, yeah, right? me too. And, but then when she just stands there and says, this is what I want, I want to give her what she wants. I want her to be happy, as you said. And, and I, you know, with the coaching, I was like, is this really, you, do you really feel that this is what you need? And do you really feel that's going to help you? And she said, yes. So I'm like, okay, then we'll figure it out. And we'll figure out a way to pay it. And we'll figure out a way to do it. So, um, yeah. So that's, that, 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 was my, that, that was my experience of that, of that day. So it's I – I would say it was probably the same – that was a very same reaction when she first told me that, that she wanted to get into this. Um, and I was like, what? What do you mean? And, and – I question a lot of things, and one of my the, the one of the things that I always always what I always do still say sometimes mm 
is where she tells me something. Oh, we're going to do this. And I go, no, first. Then I think, okay, this is how we can work, how we can make it work. And it's it's almost like a, an involuntary reaction of like, mm-hmm. I just say no first. And it's not no as in no, it's never going to happen. It's just no because it's my mind's way of saying money for this or there's this or that right right? but it's in the end it's my mind just trying to tell me let's let's just try to figure this out before anything else let's figure this out but instead of saying okay let me think about it i just go no (laughs) i just say no before automatically automatically and it's not necessarily no yeah for real (laughs) yeah jason i love that you shared that so authentically and i'd love to ask now that you've you know she's gone through this experience what you know what do you have to say about coaching now? <laughs> that I love you. <laughs> that I love you, Maria. <laughs> that, uh, you know, I think, I think uh, that uh, my biggest issue with this is that I, I've always had a problem reaching out for help or opening or telling people, you know, I, I always had it, had it all. I always had it right. I, you know, I was set up for success and everything and the idea of showing or telling people that i failed at something was not in my cards so i was constantly over committing and over tiring myself with uh with uh with not failing but failing constantly and not being able to share that Mm -hmm. and i started seeing how paola by having you by having a coach was having this chances of recognizing what was really happening, what was not letting her and us as a ripple effect move on in our relationship, in our business, in our ideas. When we got married, we wanted to take on the world. We fell in love because we had so much in common. We wanted to travel. We wanted to move around in countries. We didn't want to sit in a city and live there and buy a house. That was not our idea of, of a marriage. And we ended up there. We ended up having, you know, comfortable nine to five jobs with decent pays or not, whatever. Uh, what we had now that I see it, we, we had decent pays, but we are not comfortable with the money we were making because, you know, uh, we we were not uh, we were not happy with what we were doing. You were you were settling. You were settling on what you thought. Yeah. Oh, this is a safe and a comfort zone. And this I is what that. everybody's like, okay. done before, whatever yeah. that is. I mean, the situation I've always they always felt from this uh, was. Uh, I mean, my my parents, they're, they're our biggest, your parents are your biggest influences when you're young, especially. And so one of the things was always a concern in my household was, you know, okay, if we're going to do this, we can't do this. We're going to, and it's a constant focus on what the budget is. My, my, my father will always say, oh, I got to go balance the checkbook or something. And it's like living in that life of just like constantly like that and uh, constantly concerned about some, uh, about do we have enough? Or is this, can we risk something? What, which is never the case. Like we never risked anything. It was just one of those things that like, we got this, we got this, we got this job, we got this career, we got, and we're going to stick to it like the nine to five, whatever it was. Um, and um, when you decided to start coaching, it started, it was like a, a, a domino effect of like, why? Why do we have to be that way? You know, and at first I was hesitant, just like you were when you first heard that from Paola that you want that that she wanted to be coach. Um, understandably, because that's what you probably grew up as. You know, that's like I got to do this to get to this point so I can survive or thrive. You know, but you're not really. Life is not about survival anymore, at least for humans, right? It's not about survival. You know, you know, and and uh, yeah, are there cons or stress stresses in doing something like this and being an entrepreneur absolutely like anything else but do the pros outweigh all that stuff i think so and um i mean look where we are right now where where would you be right now if you were still in that government (laughs) job probably sitting at his desk saying i want it to be five o'clock it's friday i want to go home same thing and feeling miserable yeah and so Going back to that day that I talked to Maria Leandra and I was and she said, go talk to him today. I'm like thinking, how am I going to create the space? It's going to be weird to tell him, oh, let's go on a date because we hadn't done that in such a long time that he would like I felt he was going to say there's something going on. But I did it anyway. I sent him a text and I told him, uh, let's meet at some place. Let's have a glass of wine. And I didn't have a script really prepared for that day. And 
so I just connected and I remember his face of like that misery of I just got out of work it was so draining and I hate this and so there was me telling him there's a possibility for us to live the life that we always wanted to live and um I remember that I told Maria Leandra, I feel like I'm going to tell him, oh, I'm going to buy a new pair of shoes. And he's going to say, no, we don't have the money for that. I mean, that's not a priority now. We have two kids and we have all these things going on. And then it was, it took a shift in, in me and how to present it to him to say, this is what's going to help me get where I want to get. And therefore, both of us. And um, so that's where the journey started and everything began to unfold. And now living this life of that freedom, of that flexibility, of working hard because mm -hmm. you, you still have to work yeah. hard as an entrepreneur. But it is, it is so different. It's so different. Just, you know, wanting to take a day off, mm -hmm. wanting to go to the beach on, on a Wednesday. I don't know. Um, yeah. Go on brunch on a Friday with your friends. That's yeah. And it makes it makes all of the stuff that we inevitably have to move through and go through and shift through, um, like Jules was saying, worth it because then you have that vision of what's possible. Like, you know, yeah, we're sitting here. It's Friday. We're having brunch with an amazing, you know, four of us having an amazing time and creating something that's so powerful that continues to ripple off and into whoever's listening and into our lives because what we are then and this is one of my favorite things that we do as women and men who become more empowered and shift our reality and co-create together is that's what we model for our children and that's what they and that's what they see that's the new opportunity that they have to realize what's possible in life when you focus in and believe and are diligent and communicate at a much deeper level so I'd love I'd love to ask um, each of you to share what do you think has been the biggest shift within yourself, like individually, that has been required to work this whole couplepreneurship thing? Like, I'd love to hear a little bit more about that. Personal shifts. Mm -hmm. uh, I think, um, I mean, for me, it's just first uh, becoming more aware of uh, the fact that my job was not my problem for instance that that my my, my workplace was not the problem. I, I had a great job i worked at, a, at an awesome place surrounded by great i remember my last the last person that was the i had two bosses in that place the two supervisors both of them were great people they were impacting the world and they were giving me space opportunities so it was not about the workplace in itself it was about me it was about what i was making of it and i was not really in my own leadership, in my own power. So I was not giving them back what they were giving me. So I was not happy because I was not creating that impact that I was meant to create at that workplace. So realizing that taking responsibility for, for the things that I'm doing wrong has been the biggest shift in my, in my personal experience. Like even in our relationship, you know, I, I would go into blaming her uh, for everything. Like we're late this morning to this podcast and, Usually, I would have blamed her. Like you were, you woke up late. You you didn't have one of the kids ready on time. You wake up late always. I do, I do exactly. But <laughs> and and I never taken responsibility for it, you know. Mm -hmm. And I would always say, you know, I'm not a morning person. You know, you would come up with excuses. Yeah, I would create a lot of excuses. I'm the best at making excuses. Yeah, <laughs> and I was never responsible for that, and just that just owning my stuff just owning my actions and seeing how they have a consequence everywhere in my life in my personal life in our relationship in, a, in the relationship with my kids in the relationship with my work uh that i was stuck with launching the political consulting firm for like six months and i was blaming my business partner like he's not doing enough He's not showing up. He's disappearing. He's involved in other things, so he's not showing up. You know what I did? I shifted that. I was like, I um, I have to own the responsibility. I, it is I who's not showing up. It is me who's not doing the work. I started doing that, and in two weeks, we launched the company. We already are doing great things with it. We already uh, – I have – I'm flying to D.C. in a couple of weeks from now, and we have a whole agenda of pitches with, um, with, poli with politicians in D.C., and other firms that we're going to be presenting our company to. And we already have 
we're about to close two clients right now, as you know, as we were speaking. So, and it's just, it just, what it took for me was just that owning that it is me that I can't just be blaming the world and my environment for what's happening. You know, we blame time, we blame our workplace. Hey, it's not about that. You know, I choose, I, I choose where I am. I we chose this place to be here this morning. I chose, we chose yesterday that from now on we're gonna have flex time on Friday. So Friday afternoons are for us. Whether it's to declutter the house or clean it, or whether it's for us to go on a date, like we're gonna go. She doesn't know where we're going, so we're gonna go on a family date this afternoon. And but that is just that. That is what makes that's that's what's given me a life worth living. You know, that's what's given me the chance to reconnect with my wife, with my kids, with my with myself, because I'm I'm again feeling like, oh crap, I get to uh, I get to impact the world. I get to do for my workplace something that really means a lot to me. And it's not that my previous work was wrong or there was anything bad with it. It's just that I was in a bad situation. I was in a bad place. right. The work, the your life revolved around the work, and now your your work revolves around your life. Yeah, yeah, definitely. and that. That subtle change is huge. It's just I gotta I gotta pause for a moment because I find this hilarious. As we're sitting here, um, their youngest son Paula's and <laughs> where is he? Where is he now? He is he's running the street. He's literally like, crawling everywhere. Cr- it's hilarious. It's and he he's doesn't crawling care. to the parking lot. But what, <laughs> everybody's looking at us deciding what, what, deciding whether what we're are, such are, cool parents that we let him run or, the, or judging <laughs> whether we're we just being exactly. responsible for him. Oh, he's eating leaves. Let I'm me ask you. Let me ask you. I want because we, we, we the conversation that we were having earlier. Would you have let Julian do this? Oh no! Oh, no. Oh, no. No. no! No! We would oh, have no. been panicking. We would oh, have canceled. I would have canceled because I had nowhere. I had no one to to leave Julian with. So I actually. Julian yeah. is her first child. He's three, and then Thomas is one. That's the little one we have here. <laughs> so even that is a shift. I would say that yeah. that's part of the shift. So in my case, it was commitment. Am I really committed to making this happen, or am I gonna go the back door? Like, oh yeah, I want it, but maybe not now. Or when I see the the challenge, not the struggle, I don't want to call it a struggle, but the challenge, then am I going to back off and say, oh, no, this is too hard. Maybe I go back to my comfort. So in my case, it was commitment, commitment to myself, commitment to my my family, my husband, and the people around me and the impact that I get to create. And the ripple effect that I'm seeing now that um, that I'm causing with my decisions and my shifts and everything and um, so, yeah, in my case, I would say is commitment. And even those little things like my baby crawling to the parking lot as was as we are here and uh, this podcast, that itself, it tells me that I'm, I'm cool with that, that I get to be with my kid at 10 o'clock in the morning on a Friday and I'm not at an office saying what you know just looking at pictures of my son yes. being like oh i wish i was wishing you were somewhere else yeah, yeah exactly yeah. exactly exactly so it takes a lot it takes commitment it takes believing mm-hmm. it takes trusting and truly seeing that vision mm-hmm. every day and locking into right it. it's the and the the have the stamina like you were saying like to continue to 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 live that right it's like okay one thing is starting it up but you got to continue going through with it right yes because if you once you like you were saying we can we can have these slip-ups and all of a sudden it all falls apart right so it's a a matter of just continuing that push and drive to persevere and do what you want to do yeah so being consistent even with inconsistencies around you so it's like things change and switch and from one second to another, it's not like you have a set schedule or everything that, that you can foresee or expect. It just comes up and then that requires a shift in you and being open and being totally accepting of anything that comes and seeing the possibilities. And sometimes we think it's the worst thing that can happen and then something like amazing unfolds in front of you. And uh, I think that's very exciting. That makes it a very exciting life. And one one more thing that that uh, comes up in my head is, as I'm talking, as I'm here, Paula, is not we're not saying here that everything's perfect, you know, that we are just an, you know, it is hard, like you were saying, it is, you know, being being on our own means that we don't have a steady paycheck like we used to, you know, and it means it means that we have to uh, get up every day and create and do what we 
to be committed and and be in full responsibility of what's of what we're doing. And then we have difficult moments. Last night, uh, we've been sleeping probably five, six hours every day, and it, it takes a toll on you physically. You know, and last night we were exhausted, physically exhausted, and then uh, we are uh, we're talking now, and we're talking, and and I see Paula completely in a in a breakdown of of that commitment, feeling am I doing the right thing? Am I being in and we got to a conclusion, you know, and we, we talked about the fact that, that, that she's also overcommitting and trying, attempting to do, I start counting the, the things that she committed to herself to do in the morning. And we went to over 25 things. And I'm like, you can't, you can't overcommit because then you're feeling every day that you're not accomplishing anything. So it's also a process of a learning curve that happens every day with every interaction with us that it's just helping us grow individually but also uh as a couple and in with all this process we've uh we've changed our way of communication we're setting time to talk we're setting time to listen to each other to see what is it that i can what's my feedback for you uh, how, what am i seeing that you perhaps are not seeing in your own actions that you can improve so that we get to where we want to be and uh, for me that's been that's been just an amazing journey of not just you know before it was like i would come home i would talk to you um uh barely talk to you because even during dinner we were in our phones catching up with whatever it was and then uh, just going to sleep and that was it now we are constantly improving each other we're constantly challenging each other and and to me that that's worth the moments in which you have this kind of fear of uh, are we going to have enough money to pay our bills you know but then it it does come through we have not been in a situation where we can't but just the, the idea of 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 all this new possibilities that are opening up for us just it's just it it pays for everything else for, yeah. the, for the cons you um you said it so beautifully in the <laughs> Some lady just decided so to come and pick I up think our she's, baby. I think she's the manager. Yeah, I think <laughs> she just whisked baby. Thomas away, and he's loving it. Yeah, he's, um, he's enjoying it. Yeah. So uh, that's what support looks like. And you know what? This I love that this is happening because we also go into the space of we can do it all ourselves, and we don't even open up to receiving the support from someone who very lovingly is – I that, that gave me the chills because yeah, it's like, wow, like, oh, my gosh. So, Jason – so much of what you said just resonates so deeply with the things that Jules and I talk about all the time. And especially the, this idea that it's a constant learning curve. Cause again, as you talk about couples who are co-creating a new reality together, couples who are shifting the paradigm of how we do things, breaking the mold of how we do things, it, br it will bring up everything. Like entrepreneurship as an individual brings up everything because all of a sudden it's all up to you and entrepreneurship as a couple brings up everything because now it's all up to you on a different level. So the the you get to know each other at this much deeper space and allowing for that to for that sharing to happen, the feedback to happen, the breakdowns to happen. Jules and I just had a breakdown in the car when we were right before coming into the restaurant. Um, he was supporting me in something and something he said did not land the right way with me. And we kind of went into a tailspin <laughs> and we were in breakdown. Too well, <laughs> so and but before that would have taken a long, long, long time for me to like cycle through it. And for me, for us to be like, OK, again, he can get through things like at the drop of a hat for me, not so much. And now I have this different level of, you know, it's like I move through it. And we get to communicate deeper because like you say, you were saying, Jason, before we, you know, both of us get home from work and you take care of whatever you're eating, you're sitting at the table, you go to bed and the depth of your communication is so shallow. Yeah. It doesn't have to be that way. And yet it, 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 it almost, it, I'm sorry, it, it, it almost up. becomes robotic, right? It was, yeah. It's like uh, this, yeah. this, this, next day, this, this, and then we have the weekend. Maybe we can do something next day. And you're so tired that you, you don't even want to do rest. anything. Yeah. And then. It's and then you you end up waiting for an excuse to celebrate something so you have that time mm -hmm. right so you wait for a Valentine's or you wait for a birthday so you can go out on a date with your wife and and be able to talk to her or yeah. you know I imagine it's the same way too for you women and 
but why don't you do it on a daily basis? Why why do you have to wait for for one special day in the year? Why do you have to wait until you can cash out a hundred bucks to go on a date with your wife or two hundred bucks to 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 have dinner or to have a glass of wine and and, and talk to her? But this is what you get to create when you're committed to both your relationship and your vision mm -hmm. and your your goals in your life. Mm. Yeah, and som sometimes you go on a date, uh, dinner, and you're so tired that you're like, oh, yeah, let's celebrate. Cheers. Oh, what a nice place. Delicious dinner. And you go back home and, like, nothing happened. Same conversation as always, and you just don't go deeper. Yeah. N now, it has become... At least that's how I feel it. A constant coaching from him. So before it was like, oh, so you're hiring a coach. And now he is coaching me all the time. <laughs> He's like, this is what you're doing. And so the constant feedback. But that's beautiful because like what he was saying is that knowing each other at a deeper level and having those conversations that are so deep make you grow as a person. So it's constant personal growth. And then everything else around us, we see it differently. So we're we're having like a like running our home like a business as well. So having like figuring out the routines, figuring out roles, figuring out everything, everything with our kids, and taking care of um, house stuff and and everything. So yeah. I, I feel you with the with the the bills and all that stuff, and that can be stressful. And it's like oh my gosh, uh, you know, because yes, it's not a steady paycheck. You know, our lives, it's not a steady paycheck and you go through ups and downs and that's a normal thing. Um, and it it can get stressful, right? It can definitely get stressful, but it's it's one of those things that I trust my wife. I trust the vision that we both have together. And I know if we keep at this, you know, it will persevere. And those things that used to stress us out so much, they kind of will just like dissipate on, and and go away over time, right? Um, but it, you don't know that until you take that plunge, until Absolutely. you take that step. Absolutely, and and you just mentioned something about trust, and I think that's a space that we have been able to create that we didn't have before, and that's a space of trust and honesty. Like we get to, like it's it's not like it's, it's funny because sometimes like we act thinking that the other one isn't seeing what's happening like we we're actually being successful at hiding something and the other person of course they know you and they love you so much that they know what's going on with you oh, but yeah. but then resonate <laughs> but then we choose to ignore it because we don't want to address it and that's something that that in this process uh for us of also becoming entrepreneurs and doing our own thing we we got to address, you know, let's create this moment in which I can be honest with you. I'm not trying to hurt you. Before, I would not say anything to her what bothered me about her or what triggered me because I felt like, I, like I'm judging her, like I'm going to, like she doesn't deserve me hurting her, things like that. Now, I just, like last night I said that to her when she was in this breakdown of feeling sad and that I'm not accomplishing. I'm like, you're just not standing in your power and you're so powerful and you're not being that person that, that I love so much, that, that powerful woman that, that I fall in love familiar, with. That sounds familiar, babe. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> doesn't. <laughs> so, so, you know, like, I get to call that out. I get to tell her and she gets to tell me. Like, the other day I was I was trying to do a recording uh, and, and I was just completely in my head uh, being... Because he sings. So he was trying to record a song and he was like, I can't sing and this is too hard. And and I was looking at him like, just, you know, you've done this. You've done that this so many times. Like you, you've been singing to me and to our children and, and at our wedding and everything. So just pretend like it's one of those moments and or look at me, sing to me and forget about the recording and just feel it in your heart. And he wasn't seeing it at the moment. So, so she see she she mentions she points it out how I'm coaching her, but she doesn't point out how she's <laughs> coaching me also all the time and and you know calling me out on on what I do and you know how I behave in our relationship. But I think that's awesome because I now since we created this container of honesty and trust, I don't take it wrong. Like I don't feel like she's attacking me. I'm like, okay, you get to talk to me just as I get to talk to you. I can I can say whatever I think. I'm not reacting. I'm not. I'm just seeing it. I'm just processing it in my head. I'm seeing how you're going down this road and how you're being sad and how you're 
feeling this way that is not working for you and i get to ask your questions how else is this happening in your life how, how why are you feeling this way and you know we get to our own conclusions but this the, creating this opportunity of of being able to talk honestly and openly to each other even about money you know do we want to spend money on this before it was about me controlling my finances i would let her control not i would let her control but she would control her and then i would i would try to um uh keep control of everything and i don't know i was i was trying to control everything in my in our in our financial life and and, uh, and i think you are a little more disorganized when it comes to money than i am <laughs> yeah that's the same thing over here um wow is this a mirror or what <laughs> what i want to say though is one thing that's does stay the same sort of in the sense of the life that you had before where you had your own work and and you had your own work and now you're is that you two have your own personalities. Those personalities haven't changed. Who you are uh, hasn't changed. But now it's about working together and working with each other's strengths and building Absolutely. the other person builds on their weaknesses, right? Exactly. So I think that's the situ that's the how the dynamic we have as well because we are not the same person. She's the creative mind. I'm the more, like you said, the analytical mind or I'm, I'm, I'm like my ear to the ground kind of deal, I guess. Um, like she always calls me her anchor. And I and one day I told her I'm like you're like a like a sail and so I'm just holding you before you fly away into the <laughs> in the sense the anchors Sounds is like familiar. yeah so it's and that doesn't change though like that one thing that doesn't change from your previous life is is who you are right and it's now it's trying to work it into this entrepreneurship this couplepreneurship right this this comp this business that you're working together with whatever that may be for any of for any of you guys listening um is working together and you know. Yeah, I kind of lost my my thought there, but uh, <laughs> my train of thought there. But yeah, working together with your personalities and really amplifying their strengths and helping each other out with, with each other's weaknesses, I guess, right? I think that's true love. So if you go back to why did we get married? Why are we together? So mm, true love beautiful. is being, you know, being friends first and being team players and uh, being there for, for each other, not pretending or hiding or, you know, leave, like giving space to our ego and our, I know this and I'm right. And then like with time, it, it becomes this thing of you take your side, I take my side. So we're married, but we're mm -hmm. not in the same team. So and like roommates. So <laughs> exactly. So it, it's very, it's very subtle, but, but it's, like true love and true friendship and true like couple, you know, mm -hmm. being together is all of that, you know, helping yeah. one another and, and calling you out when you're making mistakes and, and helping you grow. So yeah. that's what I call that true love. Yeah, mm. I love, I love that. <laughs> I know. I'm mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. yeah. But you know, we, we did get to a point in our lives where we were being roommates. We were just yeah. growing our kids together, raising our kids together. Yeah. And just paying bills. That's what it was for us. Mm -hmm. And we would, we were really disconnected and distant from each other mm -hmm. for a very long time. And this process has also allowed us to spend so much time together. Mm -hmm. At first, I was kind of scared, thinking, so now we are going to, we actually gave up a car. We had two cars and, and because, you know, we were trying to invest all our money in our businesses and, you know, move forward. So we decided to keep only one car. And then I was thinking, I've never done this. Like, I, I'm losing my independence. Mm. You know, that's the, that's yeah. also my first initial yeah. thought. And then, but it's it's just awesome because now we get to spend more time together. But we are in a different personal approach to that being together. You yeah. know, we are no, we're not judging each other. We're not... I'm not waiting for her check to come in so we can pay our rent. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. It's it's like we're building this together. We're we're a team building something together. So we get to really talk about what's deep inside of us, what's yeah. what what moves us, what doesn't move us, what I what I don't like, what I love, and and we work it out. Yeah, and what that brings up for me is the sense that because there's more fulfillment individually, like when you're really living your life from a place of vision rather than default living, like you're designing your life, you're not, you're not drifty about the autopilot, the robotic thing we were talking about earlier. You s begin to design your life from a place of vision. It brings more fulfillment. So in a lot of couples, what's happening is people kind of, you wait for the other person to fulfill you, complete you. It's like there's this gap and you look at the other person like, 
like we don't say it out loud, but subconsciously it's like, you're supposed to fix this for me is, is kind of like a, but when you live from a place of empowerment from within, then all of a sudden you're both just, just standing on your own two feet, grounded and in possibility. And then that just, everything begins to blossom from there because nobody's waiting for anybody else to complete anything. You know, so then you begin to co-create, like really create something new, not fix whatever's like been kind of broken, but to actually create something new that's unknown and that's really, really powerful. And it becomes very organic, too. Mm-hmm. It, it just in the, the moment you set your mind to just create something, not attaching to any specific result is like it just happens organically and even something as simple as the car if you might say okay well just one car you share it that's it but it takes a lot like behind the scenes it takes communication who's going to take the car at what time where where are you going at what time if you have a meeting if we have to go pick up the kids or whatever it is it takes communication it takes um, planning it takes a lot behind the scenes um and um yeah oh and the roles uh, you were saying also like uh like we expect something from the other and but we didn't really communicate it and 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 that was something that that always happened to Paula especially I think like she expected me to do something but I didn't know she had such expectations so I would not come through with that of course because I didn't even know and then she'd be bothered by it but we never communicated what is it and i think in a way i was doing i've been doing it too for a long time you know but what comes to mind is like who decides that men have to by default take the trash out or or the woman has to be the one cooking you don't do it all the time no i'm not saying (laughs) i'm not saying but that's that's the kind of things that we just assume so if i don't take the trash out you the the other i'm saying for the listeners Mm -hmm. i know how many people struggle with just the simplest things like cooking i like i love cooking actually so like yesterday we had to cook and pick up uh julian a kid so i'm like what do you want to do and she's like uh i'm like what do you want to do and she's like i'd rather go pick him up mm-hmm. so she she preferred doing the driving and i i actually rather do the cooking mm-hmm. so we did that and we were okay with that but we were you know following just regular social I did norms both. And- <laughs> no 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 it's of course i'm just messing that she flutters her eyes <laughs> while i'm in the office you know building our of course empire. honey of course it's a joke it's a joke uh-huh, she's uh-huh. so busy uh-huh. um, building the empire and <laughs> yeah sometimes i do have yeah. to do both so I, where I get we're to just people. messing relax. <laughs> mm-hmm. but um yeah but that's how it is we, we just you know we we get to decide what roles do we want to take on like before she would do the dishes every single night like i would never jump on that because mm-hmm. i assume my role was different and now if she is building something for the business if she has a meeting at that time then what am i going to do just lay down on the couch and just wait for the kitchen to be clean on its own like i i i feel that that spot because i i need to jump on because she's doing something for her business so it's a team effort mm-hmm. and it it transcends to not only the business but our just regular daily lives you know yeah and i mean in all seriousness no i i we 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 ha- as entrepreneurs um you know y- the roles still have to be picked up right the, the, each each person has roles and that changes and that flows and etc and um i don't i don't i'm that was a joke honey i was not trying to make you feel guilty or anything i know um i'm what i do for you is to is to give you that space and to give you that opportunity to do the things that you are able and capable of doing so even though this you're is, still looking the, at me, this is the most with authentic and raw podcast I've ever listened. You know, <laughs> you're seeing it all live, but that's yeah. how it is. That's I mean, how it is. That's life. Is yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. And the pinching and the <laughs> elbow and I love you, baby. <laughs> that's all you're gonna say? Come on. <laughs> so here's um on the on that note, I I'd love to ask each of you what is if you could single out what's the most challenging like oh my god thing about the other person just like a funny quirk you know did that come up because of what i said oh no 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 not at all it's just you know i already had that plan in my notes no but seriously i'd love to know if each of you has i mean i'm sure you do but to share just what is the one thing that you're like oh my god as it relates to you know what we're building together and what we bump into that triggers us that is like you know what i mean 
I don't know. I think the fact that he takes forever to get ready. <laughs> and That's if we have one. a meeting, if we have something, and he's like taking forever. So women supposedly uh, take forever getting ready and that's everything. That's usually the case at our house, though. And it's usually the woman he takes that gets it forever, 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 forever. And uh, so I'm like, I don't know if moms get used to five minute quick showers or whatever. And he just takes the entire hour, hour and a half to get ready. And then we're running late. And then he's running around the house like, we're late, we're late. So I think that triggers me a lot. <laughs> and that, of course, with the business and everything else, um, it, it, it affects. Uh, huh. What? <laughs> Nothing to say. Face. Nothing no, triggers it. She's right. perfect. She's awesome. I mean, two things that really trigger me. I'm not going to say only one. I'm going to say two. One is uh, she's always late. Like I, I'm late in the morning for, uh -huh. but then I'm like, oh, I'm on time with my appointments with whatever I, I always show up on time. Mm -hmm. Not always a hundred percent of the time, but ninety ninety percent of the time. Mm -hmm. uh, and she is late uh, for everything, for meetings, for picking up the kids, for dropping them off, for, and that really really bothers me. So the being <laughs> the tardiness really drives me crazy and. And she hides everything. I don't know why she has this tendency to, like, she hates seeing things like on the bathroom. Hides yeah, everything. she hides like she hides everything. Like you leave, uh, I leave uh, my cologne on oh, top of my drawer, uh -huh. and she has this need to go. Funny thing, she doesn't hide her things. She just hides mine. <laughs> so like, I can't find anything. So I'm gonna blame it on her. Why I'm late in the morning? Because I'm like running around trying to find my stuff. And I'm like, where is this? Where is that? And she, you were just <laughs> saying to about taking responsibility and not blaming the other for I know, the right? thing. Let's like, rewind the tape, Excuse you me. Do, but you do hide things. You do You do have this, you know, like everything. Like you can't leave a cable somewhere because she will hide it. And then she's like, well, I ask her, Where, where's that cable? And she's like, where it's supposed to be. And where it's supposed to be, I have no idea because things have a different where it's supposed to be every day. So. <laughs> he never finds anything and never sees anything. Even if I give him specific instructions he is like i don't see it i don't see it i can't find it so i have to instead of telling him now i just go and get things for him <laughs> so what do you want to say honey <laughs> is there something oh my God. Uh, no, let's no. just pick one we don't have a lot of all time in the world she has a list i have a list um damn can i can i say that or is that gonna be bleeped um, um yeah no right i'm being put on the spot here I'd say uh, your intensity, like when you dial up the intensity in our conversations to the point that is like <sighs> your your energy is sometimes a little bit intense for me to <sighs> digest. Sorry, we're sharing a mic here. Yeah, no, I understand that. I get that. We, we had that kind of conversation in the car recently. <laughs> Um, it's funny hearing your interactions of Paola's hiding stuff from you. You take long in the shower. My situation is reversed. I'm the one like, why is this left out? Why is the yoga mat here? You're going to use it later. Roll it up. <laughs> um, and she's like, no, I'll come back to it. And it's like, no, the coffee, the coffee. We've talked oh, about yeah. this and this, we talked about it the last episode. She doesn't finish drinking her coffee and then she does take a long time to get ready. But that, you know. It's okay. Oh, okay, I gotta add that one. She leaves a little bit of everything in the cups. Get, get everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, she leaves. She leaves little little bits like water. Look at her. Like she, we have a cup of water. Her cup of water here has like and like, half an ounce. Yeah. And she does that all the time. Our fridge is filled up with leftovers. Oh but my god. Really small leftovers. And like then nobody one eats potato. Them. Like one potato. Like that kind of stuff. You know, like. Yeah, I'm she working does that on too. that to get rid of I did, those. I didn't know that, that about you, Paola. And now I feel even more connected to you because <laughs> I'm the same. She's a leftover queen. She loves leftovers, but then never eats them. And I'm like, I'm going to throw this away. Like, what, what are we doing here? Oh, my God. Oh, um, all right. So as we wrap up, what's one thing that you're really, really appreciative of each other? Like one thing that you love about Jason and Jason, one thing that you love about Paola? I'm going to start with that one. Um, I think not. I think what what really makes me love her. What what really uh, what's extraordinary about her is that she inspires me. Like 
Um, Get a little closer. Yeah, yeah there you she, go. She inspires me so much. The best decisions we've made in our life, it's because she's led us there. It's because she's decided. Uh, it's because she's decided that's good for us. I wanted to. I wanted to move out of Miami, and I said to her one day, like, um, the only reason Miami is a good place to live is because of the sea. So if it makes, if we're gonna live here, at least, um. Which one should live by the sea and watch the ocean? That's what I used to say to her. And she's like, one day she said, then let's make it happen. And we went to see these apartments and they were so outrageously expensive. And I was like, this is not happening because my check, my, my book doesn't match, you know, this, this kind of expenses. And um, we ended up, uh, the, the short story is we ended up living there. I wanted a car that I thought I could not. I could never have and uh, we I ended up having that car and it's because she inspires me to take those risks to leap to make those decisions and again she is so powerful and she has such a strong voice and and uh, I think that that's what I value the most so I do call her out when she's not being that person because uh, then I lose I lose that uh, the, the power of the of the superhero heroine that I see in her. I would say uh, his support, his presence, his his being there for me. So that's what I appreciate the most in making decisions or if I'm in the middle of breakdown, just having him by my side and uh, listening. That to me is what I appreciate the most. I, I mean, I see a lot of parallels in that too and i've said it on this podcast i you know, like and just what i said of like the anchor and the sail kind of uh, uh analogy of us um she my wife's a dreamer my wife's a creator my wife is 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 amazing in that sense and it's not that it's not in me i just feel like that is not my strength and that's totally it's totally hers and and uh if it, it wasn't it wouldn't be for, if it wasn't for her this this wouldn't this wouldn't have happened like our lives our choices that we've done it wouldn't have happened yeah and i have to say i totally echo what paola said it was it's lovely how you guys said i think the same thing that's in our hearts as well is um and it really landed for me this idea of you know when women step in their power to have a man who is confident enough and um willing enough to really be there and support and not just say, oh, okay, whatever, but to really, really be there, that presence that you were saying. Like I can, I can feel that. And I, you know, that's what I have in, in jewels. And for a woman who's, for women like us who are wired for this vision, this leadership, this impact that we get to create, it's, it's such a beautiful space to be to, because we could create that anyway because we're we that's how driven we are and it just wouldn't be the same it wouldn't be the same if we didn't have the the amazing support by our side as women we can we can go there and just know that you guys aren't going anywhere <laughs> or you're coming with us <laughs> and it's not controlling at all it's not wanting to have you there and sit here mm -hmm. and don't move it's more of like just be with me and let's do this together. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you guys, this has been absolutely such a privilege. I mean, how exciting to sit across the table from a couple who shares so much of what we share and really have a candid conversation about it. Um, I can see us having more of these conversations in the future and talking about more topics. And um, so thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for creating what you're creating. And thank you for um, opening up to your journey to us. Um, I wanted to thank you both for, for this moment, which has been so amazing. And uh, life's about moments. And this is one of those that that's going to be ingrained in my memory for, for, for the rest of my life. So thank you so much for having us. And thank you uh, for having, uh, for having coach Paula through this process. And uh, I, we owe you so much. We owe you wh where we are right now. And we owe you, I'm so thankful to God and to you for having put you in our ways and in 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 just allowing us to see that we can live in a world of possibility and not in a world of uh, of victims of you know we're uh, we I, I was living in a world of uh, I was a victim to my circumstances 
and I was losing my power and I have a lot of power and I was just losing it and letting it go because I thought I was I could not do anything with it and now uh, I am embracing a, a new relationship with my wife I am uh, building and creating something with her and and you uh, were the bridge for us to get there so I love you so much and I, I cannot thank you enough for that and I cannot thank you enough for having us as your first guest in your podcast yeah. yes what a privilege thank you very much for this for this space for this opportunity and for everything like Jason said you're our angel <laughs> so like really like with all capital letters everything um, I can't believe this is happening. And you were standing there for me, for us. And so I want to thank you for for making for helping me make this happen and truly bring that power in me out. And, and yeah, thank you thank so you. much. Thank you for this that. space. Thank, thank you. you, guys. All right, guys, this is a perfect ending because th the song, which obviously we don't have the, the rights for, but it's, it's just too funny, mm -hmm. um, is... Can we say the name at least? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a Mark Anthony song that's all about like living your life <laughs> and just yeah. So it's perfect. And, and Thomas is dancing here, baby. There you go. There you go. All right, guys. Well, we love you. Love you guys. Love you, babe. Love you. Love you.